which yeah, is yeah, divorce kids. What's up? <laughs> So, <laughs> make some noise for these divorcees out there. Ayo, ayo. <laughs> There's no oh such thing as a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to another episode of If You Know, You Know. If you don't know, we know. If you don't know, we know. Kalau tak tahu, kita tahu. Today we have two special, one of special guests, one, one kind of ass guest. <laughs> I wonder who's that. <laughs> We have Brandon. Hi, I'm Brandon, Rain's and friend. Yes. Yes, and I'm crowd favorite Clement. No, I host the uh, <laughs> Luke Card Show, uh, available now on Spotify and on YouTube. Uh, do check it out. Uh, yeah. I'm Nicole. <laughs> I'm Rain. And today we're gonna dive right. We're gonna dive right into the question for today. Wait, wait. Before we dive in, right? Can I just ask why? What happened to you? What? Why are you sitting on a pee pad? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have problems like holding it in? I have many problems. Okay, okay. That I'm hoping the P-Pack can solve. Right, right. You know what? I have, um, uh, I'll send you a link for uh, this, a Shopee link. Right. For a waterproof mattress protector. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually already have that. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not doing that well though. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get right into it. So today's question is, what did the people who raised me teach me about love? What lessons do I want to keep and what do I want to challenge? I came from a divorced family, so like my, it's only my mom that was raising me. So, at a tough time lah, but she definitely taught me a lot. Cause she's always very open with caring and sharing mm. for people outside of like the family, anyone as long as she interacts with that person. Wow, I love yeah, that. So yeah, she definitely taught me that. It was definitely tough, but it was definitely tough to learn, because I had. I'm a single child, mm. so I oh, don't have okay. any siblings to care for. Can I just say, right? Can I interrupt at this point no, and then just say that Brendan is part of a, a friend group that I have in Melbourne, and there's this other guy called Jaden, and he treats him like a brother. He treats him like uh, a younger brother, and and he's damn cute. He's damn cute to to see them like interact, because it feels so like sweet. the age gap is pretty big. How 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 fast the age gap? It's seven years. Yeah, yeah. seven years. Yeah, but oh. they do not speak like. They are seven years apart. <coughs> no, he's pretty mature for his age, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But he's really teaching him a lot. I feel like you're teaching children you? a lot. I'm 26. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was 19 when I first met him. So oh, that is, that is cute. This not grooming. It isn't, is it? <laughs> Nobody said anything. No, the way that Brendan just said it. I was 19 when I first met him. <laughs> so so fucking sad. I also came from a single, single parent. Uh, you know, raised by my mom, definitely in the picture. Um, so when it comes to love, I think one thing I've learned is that it's really just acts of service, right? Mm. So um, it was always it was always like we would have an argument or like I cry or I throw a tantrum, right? But then I we, I would never hear a sorry or like or like a talk that like we are okay. It's always like you know she'll cook me something or or whatever. So then I think that's how my love language also became acts of service because that's how I received it uh, growing up as well. I think it's a very Asian parent thing yeah, to, like to have food. because my parents yeah, are the exact same. Yeah. My parents raised me to be a very, I would say, don't air your dirty laundry out in public kind of person. And in that case, it also spread into love because if I ever like do a tantrum in public or like in front of my relatives or something, like we will always deal with it after. Like they will always say, okay, you know, you did this wrong. Like you fucked up here, here, here. But it's okay. Like, Let's let's recover from this. 
normally it's my dad that would say that. My mom would just scold me. But my dad would say, oh, you know, like, just let's, let's get over it. Like, you know what did we do wrong today? And then like, let's not do that again. Like, don't fuck up. And I think that was a very wholesome love language because I never really saw my dad as someone who would say, I love you. But he would normally display his love through like teaching me values about life or like sharing his life experiences. Um, and one other huge aspect is driving me around everywhere. <laughs> totally unrelated. But yeah, my dad shows his love for me through like picking me up and sending me to places. My dad does, my dad's uh, current love language is alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is absence. <laughs> right, 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 right. Absence uh, makes the something lah. <laughs> Something stronger. Something, something along those go. lines. Uh. Y'all go and Google. Y'all let me know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm very speechless. Uh, okay. I... Yes. I think for the first... <laughs> you almost just completely forget your co-host. No, she said <laughs> and no, I said and win. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. I thought she... you were going to continue. I was waiting for her. You fuck. <laughs> Don't fucking try to break us up. <laughs> Bro. Okay. We're literally coming in between you guys. Yeah, right, yeah. Today, so. No, in between you guys. What? There seems to be some beef here. <laughs> Somehow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nicole, Nicole is not, not a fan. Yeah. I hate men. Yeah. But in particular, Clement. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Rain, right. Hurry, hurry. So, sh- Oi! <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Right. So, the first couple of years um, when I was a child, I feel like I was raised more my, by my grandma. And she used to, she used to be very strict with me. We are now here. We have switched things up because change. We love it. Anyway, we're here now. That's all that matters. So my grandma was the one who mainly raised me when I was younger. And then she she used to be very strict with me. But... Does she spank you? The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Brandon. So um, she used to be very strict with me, but she would do all these small, small things to like... Basically, something like Clemens. So very acts of service based to to take care of me and I was super attached to her. Like mm. literally, right, when I when my, my parents would come to pick me up in the evening, I would hug the grills of her gate and I would refuse to let go and I'll cry. And it was an everyday occurrence. How old were you when when you started like getting a bit more clingy uh, and understood the concept? Sorry what? Like understand the concept of like, oh they're taking me home, like I don't want to go home. Like I love oh, my grandma. Very young, very young. Ah. Like four, five. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So like all these small, small acts of service, I think I I learned a lot from her when I was younger. I remember there was this instance that she was sleeping on the floor, right? And she likes to sleep on the floor. She oh, likes to okay, on the floor. okay. Wow, that's cat. So me she sleeps on the floor with like this mat. And then it was raining, it was very cold. So I I was so young. I was like, I think like five. I ran into her room that I got her blanket and I cover her. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. But these are things that I, I feel like I learned from her. Mm. What is something that your parents taught you about love that you want to challenge or you strongly disagree with or have your own beliefs about? I don't think there is for me. Like, it's... For my mom. I, I would say she's pretty perfect in all areas. Aww. Aww. So, like... I'm single, by the way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brandon's I only single. have time for my mom, so... so no, 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 no. But yeah, it's like that that Drake song, dude. That uh, I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. Brandon so, single. Hit Brandon up. Yeah, but anyways, also, yeah. So I was just saying, hit uh, Clement, Don't hit him. <laughs> so everything I learned, I learned from her, and like I'm trying to find a fault with her, like half the time, you know, because like you know, 
usually when you grow up, you want to like challenge like rebel la. Yeah, rebel la. But like, it's very difficult because like, she cares a lot and she is very logical in her thinking as well. So mm. I think other than that, maybe the only thing is probably if she didn't have like such a, such a time-consuming job mm. would be spend more time with me. Yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah. That's not even a flaw. That's single. You're doing very well, dude. Okay, how so. about Clement? My mom's an idiot. Um, I just like to put it out there. She's so hey. stupid, bro. Maybe don't call her to death. I love her to death, right? But she's an idiot. Um, but it's okay, not like, really in her fault. In an endearing way, lah. Yeah, yeah she's, it's not her fault because her upbringing was pretty bad. I'm not gonna get into it because it's not my thing to mm. tell. But it was quite challenging. So she struggles a lot with like dealing with issues, dealing with knowing how to deal with her own emotions, dealing with confrontation, etc., etc. So. I would say that uh, she is heavily, heavily flawed in how she, she expresses herself, expresses love as well. So I would say that one thing that I would say is that yes, acts of service is, an, is a good way to, to show affection. But I think uh, another way of, um, of, of love is, is to be able to be vulnerable. She, has, she, struggles, she struggles with that. She, she doesn't, she's unable to be vulnerable to like, you know, accept her flaws, open up really and and talk to us like a, like an ad- adult to challenge that. I, I I would like her to be a little bit more learn how to be more open la, and, and and be vulnerable. Going right into the episode for today, we're going to talk about how divorce has affected these two guys' perception of love, of relationship la. Yeah, and love. <laughs> for Brandon, was it from when you were younger? Was it always a single mom? Like you didn't know your dad? Yeah. Uh, no. So I knew my dad for like a short period of time. So like, they had a divorce after. I turned 10, I think. Yeah, so, like, it's still, like, a range of, like, unconscious state, like, mm. in my memory. La. I can't really remember the times I spent with my dad. So, like, it's very difficult to build the relationship that, like, you know, never, never happened in a way, in my mind. Mm. So, after the, after the divorce, I was trying to figure out, like, what divorce is. Like, right. was, like you know, you're trying to understand, like, why, why some days you see your dad, then suddenly, or you don't see your dad for, like, five, six years. Because... In my case, he moved to a different country. Samuel, what about you? I don't remember a time in my life, in my childhood, hmm. where, where things were, were good. <laughs> like, like I never had any memories of that. When I look back on, on that whole experience, right, it was just like fighting, la, uh, domestic violence. La. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you guys one story. So previously, it was just fights and shouting every night, every day. You know, like things breaking in the house and stuff like that. Uh, I remember one day, I was seven, six going on seven years old my dad tells me like hey we're going out and i was like oh shit yeah let's, let's go we're going kai kai uh, i asked him like where are we going they said we'll go eat i was like all right so my mom was there like not even acknowledging that i was leaving i didn't even say bye so um turns out <laughs> turns out right we we, we really go eat lah but uh turns out it was a kidnapping so basically i got oh, kidnapped at, 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 when i was six so basically for six months i stayed in Bunle, which by the way, when you are that young, uh, you have no idea where Bunle is, bro. You have no idea how I I couldn't see any buildings that I recognized. I couldn't see any road names that I could recognize. I didn't see any landmarks. I was like, I'm in Bunle now, right? Oh, and for Lord. six months, every day, every day, I didn't see my sister, I didn't see my brother, I didn't see my mom. We didn't have phones back then or, or internet per se, right? So I and I didn't know why, and I was afraid to ask my dad, like, yo. <laughs> Where they are, like I, I never got a chance to ask because I was scared. Because every time, like I, I just felt this feeling of like, wow, if I ask, I'm gonna get scolded or whatever. In the six months I went to school, I was in kindergarten and everything like that. 
And um, I remember there was there was one time we had like a, a, a camp. It was a school camp. So there was this like uh, uh, parent volunteer. La. So this parent volunteer like is like the facilitator. So like they help take care of the kids and stuff like that. Then I remember there was this one particular uh, like parent that reminded me a lot about my mom. So in that camp, right, I just spent the whole camp trying to win her affection away from her son <laughs> because I miss my mom so much. And I was like, I was like, and it was any like I got so sad, dude, when the camp ended, and then I had to like like just watch him fetch uh, his her own fucking son home, and then I was just like waiting, waiting, waiting for my grandma. Yeah, I just remembered that. It's, uh, it was quite shit. Oh fuck! It was quite <laughs> broke my yeah. heart. Yeah, that, that was it. Hey, why are you crying? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? So after six months, right? Randomly, I, w- I heard a knock on the door and I go get the door, right? Because my dad's uh, uh, listening to the newspaper. And, I, I, I'm, an, and I, I'm expecting like a package or, or, you know, a parcel or whatever. I open the door and I see my mom. And it's the first time I've seen her in six months. Even though I'm like, obviously missed her a lot. And all I really wanted to do was to like, hug her. I, instead, what I did was I slammed the door on her. Here's why. Because the minute I saw her, I registered in my head as a six-year-old. Right? I was like, shit. If they, if they see each other, they're going to fight. And I don't want to see them fight. That's all I had in my head. So I slammed the door. I ran into my room. I said, uh, who, and my dad said, who's at the door? I said, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. Yeah, so uh, basically and after that, um, she called the police. She called the police. The police came and I went back home to, to, my, to where I grew up, right? And I saw my brother again. I saw my sister again and then I and there was a dog it was a, there was a dog and I was like oh shit uh, it was like the super like picturesque uh, as good as it, can, as it can be right <laughs> image of a broken family uh, but for some reason I had to go home back to fucking Boon Lay, right oh so, but, okay yeah, yeah yeah so basically what I did then was that I took my house phone number because I still no phone right mm-hmm. I took my I took my uh, the house phone number so for I think for another like three months right I stayed in Boon Lay, and every night me and my sister right because uh, me and my sister are really close. Me and my sister, we would watch... Uh, I, have this, uh, I have this very vivid memory. Because, we, because I had a f- house phone number, right? We would watch the 7 o'clock show on the phone with each other. Oh, turns out, turns out, this is, this is what happened. Uh. Turns out my mom <laughs> spent six months, right? Uh, after recovering from an exorbitant amount of debt. <laughs> my dad left with a lot of debt. Not just emotional baggage, but actual like monetary debt, right? So she had to start a new career... Right. At the same time, she would go to every single kindergarten that she could find, within like, like every day, like she would clear and clear at least three or four. At the same time, trying sell insurance, <laughs> so she would keep going from door to door to door to door, as well as kindergarten to kindergarten to kindergarten to kindergarten. Right. Uh, with a picture of me saying like, "Hey, have you seen my son? Is this is my son in your school?" So it took her six months right before she finally found the one that I was in in Bulle. Yeah. So I was gone for six months. She didn't know where the hell I was. She didn't. Uh, nobody knew where I was. They they weren't in contact, and the police couldn't do anything because technically it's uh, not final. The decision, the divorce wasn't final yet. Custody wasn't final yet. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, every night, uh, the reason why we, we got the dog is actually like, uh, is because she would cry every night, and my dog would like comfort her. But I, I genuinely think that like. Um, doesn't mean that I'm from a, uh, and, I, and, and, and I'm not speaking for you, but um, doesn't mean I'm from a quote-unquote broken family. 
it doesn't mean that I'm anywhere different from other people because from what I know and I have very, very close friends that uh, have quote-unquote unbroken families, normal families, and they are way more chaotic and, and, and toxic uh, than, that's than true, me. That's true. You know, like, I got a buddy. Uh, he, he climbed down his house uh, 31 uh, stories out of the window. Why? <laughs> because he just wanted to get away from his parents. He climbed down 31 stories. And I know it sounds like unbelievable, but this fella is not a world fella. He climbed down 21 stories of a HGV block. Yeah, what? dude. How is that even possible? Yeah. 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 I mean, we went... What? We, trust me. Trust me. I also you don't know how well, like, Are you friends with Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> you might as well be. Well, my, my point is this. Like, doesn't mean you have a broken family, non-broken family. I don't think it's something of a marker of whether you have issues with, with your parents or your relationship with your family. I agree. I agree with Clement. It's going to affect you early on in your life, but... Definitely, you have the resources to learn. Especially if you go out with friends, you go like extended family as well. Did you ever have like growing up, right? Because you, uh, your, your parents divorced when you were 10, right? Growing up, did you ever have like special treatment in the sense where like uh, your teachers would push you to one side and talk to you? Oh, and no, no, like no, 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 no. Yeah, had never had that. I kind of yeah. yeah, like, com- like counseling and everything because uh, apparently I had issues. Yeah, it's oh. like every single time like like Karina, what like, kind of it, issues? Like behavioral no, because, issues? Yeah, <laughs> apparently lah. <laughs> yeah lah. Like I never do homework, right? Then I will instead of just getting scolded, right? I will have to be go for an hour long counseling session about like, oh, why you never do your homework? Is it because things are not okay at home? Is it because your deadline? Like, no, motherfucker, I just lazy lah. Like, <laughs> my, like, bro, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. I hate math. I hate them. I lazy do you know everything about the fucking broken family. It was so annoying. Like how did how did it make you feel like as a child? Like linking when people try to link everything back to that. It definitely made me like feel very singled out. Like dude, like uh, like I'm more I'm more than just the fucking kid with a from a broken family. You know what I mean? Like yo, chill. Mm. Don't let that define you, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being from a, a divorce or broken family definitely made me feel a bit singled out because like uh. Like, for some reason, everybody knew about it. But unfortunately, I would say now, in today's day and age, it feels like it's more common either it, either statistically or, or maybe, like, people are just more open about it. Was there, did was it there ever any, like, yeah, worry like, you that you might turn out the way that your parents did? Growing up, my mom always said, like, oh, don't be like your father, don't be like your father. So, like, naturally, yeah, I, I kind of grow to, like, be more wary in relationships. Very in a way, sense. trying to not repeat the things that my father did, which was show a lack of, uh, show lack of care. Also, like, distancing yourself away. Because, like, men, we like to distance ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Naturally, when you get settled down so in a relationship. Right. Yeah. She's so right. And don't lie lah. Lying is just... It's ass, bro. Yeah, it's just gonna <laughs> keep, like, s- snowballing. Well, all these traits something that you carry into your... Previous, previous relationship. Yeah, so there was a lot of trial and error. Honestly, trial and error. Yeah. Wow, would you call it that? <laughs> there were a lot of mistakes that I made in relationships that were rem- re- very reminiscent of what my father did to my mom. Okay. As in like, it's... So you're conscious of the thought that you I, didn't want to... So the thing is that my mom always reminds me. I'm conscious of it. But at the same time, sometimes I slip up. Right. Yeah. And I'm still my father's son. As right. in, it's not an excuse yep. for me to do it. But like, when I was young, I was a little bit rebellious. I didn't really listen to I didn't really listen to my mom mm. as well. Mm. As in, I, I just put it as a, like afterthought. Then like when I was in a relationship, I slowly grew to learn uh, how important her words are and how important certain things 
that she told me about my dad. Do not repeat. The most common one is lying. Lying about um, where you are. Lying about what you're doing. And it always snowballs into a like sorry snowballs into a into a quite a nasty situation in the future when trust is not there. What happened? What happened that triggered the divorce was he actually went on a business trip to China with his friend for supposedly like for a um, investment, starting a new business. He went for that trip and then disappeared for like six years. Wait, what do you mean? Like he just. <gasps> He just not. He, he just, just never broke came contact, back. Broke contact. Couldn't contact him. There was, he like he didn't answer his phone for six years. So my mom was just like, "What's happening?" How old were you when that happened? That happened when I was, I think, around seven, six. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's literally wow. like he left to go and get milk and then didn't come back. You know. Yo, women <laughs> from so China. Sorry. Women yeah. like like can't complain if like a guy goes them yeah. This one next level, bro. <laughs> like, oh level like south to China, you know. He goes there for six years, eh? Yeah, so, yeah. It was the back? biggest lie for the longest time. Yeah. Did he come back? Uh, he eventually came back. No, he ev- eventually made contact. But that's after he really found a new wife. Was there and, any explanation? Like, he had a whole ass marriage. Yeah, he had a whole ass marriage. Was there any explanation? Like, what the fuck? No explanation. Like, he just... <laughs> he missed his flight. He was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so, like, after... Like, there was no explanation for that six years, but... Right. Afterwards, he did say like the issue was because he borrowed money from his parents. My father borrowed money from his parents. Yep. And then invested. And then found out that it was a scam. And he couldn't face the fact of going back to his family. As in, I understand that, but... But yeah, like not justifying. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still a level of accountability that you need to have with the family that you created. And like, you have a wife, you have a child. I mean, no, I understand. But it was so awkward, you know, like when you go to your parents, it's like, <laughs> hey, you remember that like 200k I, you lent me? Yeah, I lost it all. Is no, it no, awkward, no. Yeah? no, no, no. I'm not telling him to tell his parents. I'm telling him to tell his wife and his child. No, but then if I go back, then I need to go and tell No, so parents. like get a burden. At least let them know that you're alive or some sort, right? So much effort. Yeah, that was the biggest issue, actually. Um, My mom didn't know whether he was alive or not. Check. Precisely. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like living like that for years? Yeah. yeah dude. Obviously, I'm joking like that. Yeah, is, no, no, it's okay. that's, <laughs> that's a bit of, of a pickle lah. Not gonna lie. Of course. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. It hit the my mom for the longest time. She, I think, only recently got over it, after, like wow. almost like twenty, 20 years. years. So definitely in the relationship, I, uh, my first two relationships, I lied a lot, cause like, I didn't know the gravity of the situation or gravity of like lying, how it affects trust. So yeah. I learned my lesson now because um, one of my relationships, she dumped me because I lied. I would say the lie was related to her parents. I had an ego issue. I couldn't show my true self to my uh, to, to her parents because like I wasn't in a very good place at the time. What, what do you mean by true self? Like, like you I, couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> more of like where I was at because I actually um, didn't really do well in school at the start. So I had to stop for a bit. I stopped couple of years so I couldn't tell them that I was doing nothing how old were and you then, when this how old were you when this relationship was ongoing this was when I was 16 years old like I was just putting on a persona every time I meet them and then my my ex-girlfriend then knew like yeah. she couldn't look at you the same way like, is it yeah and I was also lying a lot as well in like other things so it's all built out of like mistrust do you feel like 
there's been any traits that you've taken from your childhood and brought it with you into adulthood lah. And your past, current relationships. Well, you know, it's hard for me to really define whether or not anything affected me in how I perceive relationships and love. Um, I did say earlier uh, about like acts of service and stuff like that. That's something I carry on. In terms of um, in relationships, for example, right? Uh, I think, I think I subconsciously now that I reflect back on on it, right? I had a very very big fear of people leaving, right? Because I was it was something that I was deprived of, right? So um, when I had that that relationship, I was so scared of of it ending or whatever that I kind of like I think I spoke about this before. But live and breathe for the person, do as much as like, do 120%, you know, just for the sake of like, don't leave me, you know, like it was really just like that. And I think that's something I've learned through that relationship about myself because um, basically after it ended, I had no desire of, of like uh, getting back together. It was just like a whoa, holy shit, that was me. Like looking back, like, how the fuck did I like let myself become until like that? So it took a long time to, for me just to reflect. Uh, the, the, I think another thing that um, affected me is, is that, uh, not really affected me, like, it was just a, a thought that I had, was that um, when I, when I uh, think about relationships and, and growing up and, and becoming the man that I want to be, is that I, I told myself is that I want to be a good dad. I want to be a good dad because I never, ever got one. So instead of replacing that, right, I was like, no, I'm going to be the best fucking dad like, that I can, right? For some reason, for some for 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 a weird reason, right? In in my sort of image of that happening, right? There's no bitches around. There's no chick. There's no wife. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. But in my head, I was like, yeah, I just want a kid. I'm gonna give that kid the world. You know, that kid's not gonna see a single, uh, uh, you know, mosquito bite. You know, like that 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 kid is gonna get the world, right? And and that's what I I I would say affected me in terms of uh being a child of divorce. And stuff like that. You know, one thing. One thing that I was thinking about. Uh, one thing that I was thinking about. Right when you said um, your mom would compare you to your dad. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! Wow, that that wow wow that one triggered me because my mom, right? Every time uh, I got upset, and this is why, like, I would say, um, uh, I think in Asian households, it's very common, like, where your em- like extreme emotions are not okay. Like, if you cry, right, you get scolded for crying. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you crying? You know, what's yes. wrong with you, Rain? Why are you crying? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that was something that, that is, like, super in my household. But my mom, I had this uh, signature card that she would play that would make me, like, wow, want to, want to really just scratch my fucking eyes out, right? Was, like, she would say, wow, you're just like your father. Wow, gee, bye. That line, bro. That line, that bro, fucking, that line. That line no. fucking hurt. Like, it literally, like, would affect me so fucking much. And she, and she would just throw it around like nothing. Like, I would, fu- yo, I would just be leaving my towel on the floor or something like that. And she'd be just like, hey, pick up a towel. And say, like, yeah, yeah, I'll pick up. It's like, yeah, it's always so messy. You always make so much noise. Just like a father. Like I was like, yo, bro, I'm just playing Minecraft, bro. I'm just playing Minecraft. I just got, like, a diamond pickaxe. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm vibing. Two years ago, when uh, I, I actually sat her down and said, hey, stop saying this. And I, exp- I finally explained to her why, right? It's because you are comparing me to someone who has caused you, my mom, right, witnessed firsthand so much pain. And you are comparing me to that fucker, right? Like, that is very, that, that fucking hurts, right? You're, you're, you're comparing me to the same person that you complain about ruining your life and, 
and that you cry about and also has a, made, like gave me a lot of pain and anguish, right? So don't fucking do that. Like I, I set her down as an adult talking to another adult and that's when she finally stopped. But for years as a kid, I, couldn't, I didn't know how to express that, that emotion to her. I, couldn't, I didn't know how to communicate how much she was affecting me. So yeah, that, that was when, only very recently that I told her like, hey, stop us, yeah. Do you feel like right now as you're like dating around, right? Do you feel like there's anything that you particularly look out for or avoid because of the experience that you've been through? I had to start very young, at a very young age to be independent. So right. like definitely I look for people who can also be independent. Mm. Yeah. So like sometimes a little bit too clingy right. can be an issue, can be a red flag. Yeah. I, I think one thing, one thing that, uh, that is a very big fear of mine is I really just... I hope that I'm okay <laughs> from all the trauma that I've been through. Because I've been through a lot of shit. Like. I hope yep. that I'm okay. What I mean by that, right, is that I hope that something doesn't just snap one day, right, and I go crazy. Because I've been through so much shit, right, but I like, I- I'm chill. I'm chill. I mean, obviously, you know, y'all can argue that I'm not normal. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's yeah. kind of true. Yeah, but like, I, I hope that it doesn't, I hope that it doesn't, like, I'm okay. Uh, you know, that day I spent like 10 minutes with Clement and I started crying. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, we were just chatting. Uh, what the fuck did I say? I was just You said uh, something damn sad. Oh, my mom uh would pretend like to play, right? She pretend that she died. Uh <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> no, 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 no. As she, in she, why? Uh, because, why? Because she like I don't know. We'll just be like playing uh, What game on, on is this? Bed, and then she pretend like she's stopped breathing and then I start doing how to check pause ma. So we just put our, our finger there, right? Then she, then she just hold her breath long. We can try to wake her, like, mommy, don't die. You know, like, like we were trying to, like, wake her up and shit. When, when we started to learn how to use phones, right, we would call our grandmother. And my grandmother was in the fucking joke as well. So she would play along. It's like, huh? Okay, okay, don't do anything. Then I say, uh, uh, Papa, do we, do we, do we, do we call uh, police? How to call police? Is it nine? No, no, don't call police. Don't call police. Later, later, your mom will get into trouble. I don't know what the fuck. Uh. No, I say, uh, y'all will get into trouble. Because <laughs> the police will think that you killed your mom. So, so we had to like wait for our grandmother to come come over, right? And we just be like, oh, how, how, what do we do? Uh? Do we do we pack clothes for her? I don't know, right? Then finally she wake up like, ah, you know what I mean? You know, dude, there was one time by me and my sister, we stayed up all morning, uh, all night because we wanted to make breakfast for our mom. Then she put That's that shit. Cute. It's like, oh fuck, I can't wake, I can't wake mom up. She's dead. Shit. Bro, I go cut watermelon, cook egg all there. Like, Allah, she died. Lah. <laughs> Who's gonna eat all the watermelon? If like, anyone has any therapy to recommend for <laughs> yeah. Clever, please leave Bro, it in I'm the so comments below. I'm so fucking scared of therapy because of that. Because I have so much fucking like trauma. I was like, you know, ah, all shit. the more you need I mean, the bowl. Eh, to go through. No, I'm fine. I'm a perfectly functioning uh, uh, single young man right now with no issues at all. He says I don't now. think this episode was painting very well. I'm painting you very well as a healthy, uh, non, no trauma, trauma-free adult. Right, man. right. But but you know, like some chicks are fixers. You know, they want to get like a guy to like. like me. I can help him. <laughs> that I can was help him. so me. Okay, well, no, 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 I think about traumatic stories today. Yeah. What is our main takeaway? You don't need a complete family to find joy in life. I think um, the amazing thing about about life is that you can kind of go out and find what makes you happy. You know, like really, regardless of where you're from or, or whatever circumstances, there is always a way as long as you continuously try to find it. I would just say like if you're going through, if your family is going through a divorce now and you're the, you're one of the children or like the single child, 
I would just say, hang in there. Over time, you will grow to learn from other other sources, other resources. So like, it's your family, your friends. Rely on them if it's a tough situation, or go to therapy. Yeah, it helps. If you're if you're a kid and your parents are going through divorce, right? Just know this, ah. Uh, if you go if you go through that, right? Nothing in your fucking life, right? Will feel like a challenge, bro. Legit, legit. You, you're good. You're good. All these, eh, Kanina, like what my boss will talk with me. I fucking not scared of anything, one. Legit. You go through that, you you are fucking solid. And if you are a parent of a child and you are going through a divorce, it's your fucking problem, not your kid's problem. Do not use your kid as a fucking weapon and say, "Hey, can you tell your dad to do this? Can you tell your 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 your, your mom to do this?" Oh, so true, so, so true. true. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> you put through so much stress on your child that doesn't know what to do. I cannot a lot of times. I used to have to ask my dad for money. My mom would be like, "Hey, can you go ask your dad for money and shit like that?" Yo, don't fucking do that. If you're a parent, you're getting divorced. It's your fucking problem. Go and find. Go and consult a therapist. Or a friend, don't put it on your kids. That is such a oh uh, yeah, that no, he's so right. Yeah. This is the don't first time I agree with Clement. Yes. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, and Rain, I think I think I've definitely exhausted the your patience already. <laughs> so I would just like to say that um, I'm very proud of that because it took it took some time. I, I, I no, my patience is not exhausted yet. What do you mean? Oh really? I genuinely thought at one point she was gonna like strangle me. No. And with that, we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Don't have kids. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't get married. Don't get married. <laughs>